Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Whoa! Hello. Hello. I only speak in TikToks now. <laughs> oh my god, you're a meme. I'm a meme. I'm a meme. I'm a meme. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to you, me, and a podcast. We are your weekly podcast hosts who host a show about poltergeists and poltergeist shit. Doesn't need a rhyme. You literally missed out on the best rhyme ever. Okay, wait, well, yeah, let's read it. We're your weekly hosts that host podcasts about paranormal stuff and ghosts. Oh, hosts and ghosts. Did I do that one already? Who cares? I don't Not know. in that format. That was very nice. Thank you. It didn't... Roll smoothly off the tongue, but there was a rhyme. <laughs> there were some stumbles. The there was a little bit of crying. Speaking of crying, we both have TikTok accounts now. Please go follow us. <laughs> um, classic Braden Five Ash and classic Bambi Mackers. Yeah, but um, don't judge us. Please. You know, nothing Hello. makes me feel older. We just need to be TikTok famous. Maybe. Maybe. But nothing makes me feel older than looking at these youngsters doing their little TikToks and things like that. And I'm just like, I do not understand this at all. I don't, what's this? I don't, what's the sea walk? Like, I don't, how do you do that? What, a crip walk? Yeah, I can't do that. That's been around for ages. Yeah, but now it's like a meme. Everything's a meme. Oh, I know. Like, (laughs) I can't. I don't know how to do any of the TikTok dances. I, Belinda's I can life. only lip sync to Kath and Kim. <laughs> Belinda's life has been absolutely consumed by TikTok for the past two weeks. I love it so much. Like, I walk into the room when she's just, you know, taking some her time, and I look at her, she's just folded up on the bed, <laughs> fucking phone in hand. A face illuminated by the light of many TikToks. It's now midnight at this point. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. And <laughs> you know, no like raucous laughter or anything, just the occasional hey. <laughs> 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 Anyways, that's There's it. not many that make me um scream, cry and laugh. <laughs> well yeah. You know, those ones that you're like <laughs> Oh yeah, the you classic know? the classic scream cry laugh. Yeah, but <laughs> not many. There's, I don't know. I follow a few people just because they're cute. Hmm. Like you. Thanks. I follow you. Thanks. That's sweet. How were your holidays, everyone? Did you have a good one? It's now December twenty seventh, right? December thirtieth. When will this release? Twenty seventh. But today's Christmas Eve. Oh. 
That's why I got so confused at your, like, just then. I was like, today's fucking Christmas Eve. We haven't even done presents, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's it 27th? In our time, it's the 24th. In your time, it's 27th, unless you're listening to this later, because apparently you just stop listening during Christmas and all of our ratings go down. Thank you. Tell them how you feel. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell them oh, that we have a link in the description towards our new HelloFresh affiliate code, guys. We are now sponsored by HelloFresh. Yes, and we are also sponsored by our patrons, but... Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh. You can go down in the link in the, to the link in description below and Click get yourself it and get forty percent off. Forty percent off Hello Fresh. If you want to start a New Year's resolution, lose some weight, eat healthier, change your life for the better, go and do that. And not that you need to lose weight, no, you're but perfect if you just need you to are. be healthy, healthy comes from the inside to show on the outside. And you know, you are what you eat. So and if you want to be fresh 40, AF, you might not get 40% <laughs> off HelloFresh on your first meal kit box thing. Make some meals in style with HelloFresh. I'm going to fucking order some after this. Do it. You get a discount, we get a bit of kickback. Perfect. Perfect. Then I can quit retail, right? Yeah. And become TikTok famous. That is my goals for New Year's. Brayden, what's your goals for New Year's? My goal for New Year's has always usually just been, I want to be happy. But that's (laughs) lame, lame AF. (laughs) So I think, I don't know, I haven't really given much thought into my New Year's goals. Next year, I just want to achieve... um, Molly not grunting through everything I fucking say. That'd be great. Mm. It's not going to happen. You know. Um, in all seriousness, uh, this time next year, I, I hope to be on an actual holiday at Christmas and not waiting for someone to call me into work, though they did call me into work today, and I was like, yo, I already got plans because you didn't call me into work earlier. Yeah, that's it. Um. I just don't want to be in retail next year. I I don't know if you guys have heard me, but I hate my job right now. <laughs> I actually love my job. I like helping people. Um, I just don't like retail anymore. And I want to do something better. I want to be a teacher aide and help help children. I'd like to help with um, special needs, if possible. Mm. And, like, the smaller children. I fucking want to work with high schoolers. Yeah. I'm scared of them. I yeah. watch TikTok. <laughs> you know what they're about. <laughs> um, I think that I want to, as a goal, work less but save more. Hmm. That sounds good. Yeah. Sounds about I right think um, I definitely need to stop impulse shopping. Yeah, I think that would be a financial benefit to us if we did Anyhow, let's... Somebody come get her. She's dancing like a stripper. Your whole vocabulary is just memes from TikTok. I like, no, I like the way the cake's cut. I'll beat your ass. I don't understand. (laughs) What? So, since it's nearly the end of the year and... You are going to be going into the new year. We need to give you some positive vibes. So today, we are going to be speaking about some positive spirits or friendly ghosts. Just happy, friendly, 
jovial, nice yeah. ghosts. You know, they're not bothering anyone. They're benevolent. Benevolent? Benevolent. Thank you. I feel like the term haunting has such like a bad connotation around it. But would you consider a friendly ghost to be a haunting? Or just a sick fucking roommate. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I have a deceased roommate. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Oh, that's my roommate, yeah. Old Tim. He's old, been dead since the Middle Timmy Ages. Boy. Died in 1708. So I'll, I'm going to kick us off, and I guess I'll be the last one to start first in 2019. Oh. Oh. And because I got that 2020 vision. <laughs> oh, my God. Brayden's going to be starting us off in the new year. Cool. <laughs> okay, so I thought, why not do an Australian one? An Australian friendly ghost? Yeah. Um, not up here in Queensland, of course. Uh, everything fun happens in fucking Melbourne. Of course. Of course. Um, so I'm doing the Princess Theatre. I have been there. Have you? Question mark. I think Ooh. I have. I don't know. Where's my phone? I don't know. I feel like I've been Your there. phone is right there. Oh, yeah. My leg, my beautiful leg was covering my neck. My, my back. back. Lick my, my pussy and my crack. Uh, All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Don't poop, don't piss. <laughs> so we did my family Christmas um, on the no, weekend. Never been there. Okay. We did my family Christmas on the weekend, um, like with my aunties and uncles and cousins. And we were all doing that like Spotify shared playlist where you can just like add on from your phone and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, 100% put that song on. <laughs> and it was the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the Princess Theatre, uh, this iconic theatre was opened in 1857 and remains the oldest entertainment site in Australia. However, for many years, the theatre always left a single seat open in the dress circle on opening night of um, any new productions. So, that's where the theatre's friendly ghost would sit. Ah, it's cool that they acknowledged their sort of past and... Yeah. The supernatural entity that yeah. frequencies well, it has. <laughs> this is why. Do tell. This is why this ghost got a seat. On the 3rd of March, 1888, Frederick Frederick... Fred... I practice his name. Fucking tongue twister. Frederick... Frederici... Fred, Fred, Frederici... He's Italian. Frederick Frederici? Yes. So his name's Fred Fred. Pretty much. <laughs> Um, so Frederick was performing the role of Mephistopheles, Mr. F- Mef- Mephistopheles. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> in Faust on opening night at the Princess Theatre in Melbourne, Nellie Stewart was playing Margaret, and Alfred Celia was conducting. The opera ended with Mephistopheles. Yes, Mephistopheles. <laughs> I can't read it. Just call him Stiff from now on. Okay, you know what? The opera ended with Frederick sinking dramatically through a trapdoor as he returned to the fires of hell, bearing forced with him. I don't fucking know. However, 
As Frederick was being lowered into the basement, he had a heart attack and died within oh. minutes. He was 37 years old. The Press of Melbourne wrote about uh, Frederick's career performance and the events of the evening. The tragic and appalling occurrence must command universal sympathy and regret. Mr. Frederici achieved considerable success both in England and America in comic opera. But he was also an excellent musician and the composer of several songs of more than average merit. And before his association with comic opera had successfully appeared as a vocalist at some of the best concerts in London, including the Monday popular concerts uh, at St. James Hall, it seems an act almost of irreverence to criticise the performance of an actor who has only just been carried to his grave. Nevertheless, it is only his due and his proper tribute to say that he both sang and acted on Saturday night in a truly artistic manner and that he has never been seen to greater advantage than he was on that occasion. The theatre was closed on Monday evening out of respect to the memory of the deceased artist. Oh, wow. The Argus newspaper in Melbourne, among many other press reports, carried a detailed account of the incident. It noted that soon after he collapsed, Frederick was carried to the theatre's green room where the doctor was unable to revive him and pronounced him dead. Of course, Frederick never returned to the stage for his bows. The cast on stage, like the audience, were unaware of his sudden death, but when they were told what had happened at the end of the opera, they reportedly said that he had just been on stage and taken bows with them. Oh my god. Since then, members of the theatre staff have claimed to see a ghostly figure in evening dress at the theatre. Actors performing at the Princess Theatre today uh, actually consider Frederici sightings to be good luck, and he's called the friendliest ghost in the world. He was buried in Melbourne General Cemetery on the 5th of March, 1888. The Frederic Bistro in Melbourne is named after him. His wife and children returned to England in June 1888 and moved in with her father, Luigi. (laughs) (laughs) Finale. 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 I don't know. A plaster figures maker from Luca in 1894. She remarried. And that's it. Wow. That's Frederick Frederici. 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 Fred Fred. Freddy. Good old Fred Fred. (laughs) So he just, he like just sits down. Um, He just watches plays at the Melbourne Theatre, Princess Uh, Theatre. Wow. It's kind of cool that he, well, they all saw him giving his final bow. And now he's sort of stuck in this loop where he's like, but hey, I just performed. Why? Why? What? Like, (laughs) could you imagine going up? Oh, good show, Fred. Let's take a fucking bow. And he's like, yeah, shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah. All right. <laughs> All bowing and shit. And then people are like, um, you may have noticed that he was not on stage just then because he just died. And they're like, what are you talking about? Excuse me, what? Fred Fred was up here with us doing the bow. 100% just did the kombucha girl's face. <laughs> because I live TikTok now. I don't even know what a kombucha girl is. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> boomer. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. Don't call me a boomer. You're not a boomer. You're a millennial. And oh, I, what am I? I don't know. You're a fucking zoomer. I'm, yeah, because I'm like one you're year. You're a zoomer, dude. I'm one year out from being a millennial. 
Yeah, you're in the Zooms. Born a year later. Um, That's pretty cool. I wonder what caused the heart attack. Probably just this rush of endorphins. It was a faulty trapdoor. So when he was being lowered, something malfunctioned and, yeah, it gave him a fright. Ah. Well, that sucks. But at least he's not, like, taking vengeance on everyone that performs on that stage. He's just like... Be your performers. I mean, shit the t- happens when when he died. That was a spicier death. Though. <laughs> that sounded Dracula. I'm well. sorry. It was supposed to sound Italian. <laughs> Nothing I say sounds Italian. Biscotti. There we go. <laughs> when he died, obviously he just finished his performance. Obviously, one that was quite critically acclaimed as a great performance. And so he was, you know, receiving, you know, the praise. He felt very proud of himself. So that's when he died, when he was proud, when he was happy. So therefore he was being lowered into the pits of hell. Yeah, but I mean, figuratively and literally. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, on a stage thing. But, you know, maybe his portrayal of Mephistopheles was what caused his death. Truly. A curse, perhaps. Placed no. upon him by the regent of hell. No, I think it was the faulty trapdoor. <laughs> Maybe. Or... I think, it, I think it was the faulty trapdoor that gave him a fright and he um died. 37 years old, can't stand a fright? In the 1800s. Oh my god. 1888, mate. 1888. It's not like frights were more intense back then. It's more like no one had good health. 1888. People were starting to get up on the... Smoking. I don't know what that was smoking. I don't know. Look, 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 look. Looking. I don't think it's because his performance was that great that he decided to die at 37 after opening night. After opening night. I never said that. You literally just said that. No, I said... I said maybe his portrayal of Mephistopheles was what's caused his death because he portrayed an entity of hell. Mephistopheles is like the personification of the devil. Yes, I understand. I understand. All I'm saying is that is not why he died. Well, you don't know. I do. (laughs) Yuck. I'm leaving that in. Yeah, do it. End the year with a burp. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the hell? Got a bag. <laughs> the I'm in the ghetto. Ratatata. Oh my god, do you ever not Ratatata. speak about <laughs> No. So what are you talking about today? I'm speaking about a friendly ghost as well. And I'll tell you about him real now. Real no. now, real quick. Real quick, real right, now. Right now, real quick. Real quick, right now. Real now, right? Real now, right quick. <laughs> so, here we go. Get ready. Prepare yourself. Strap your seats to your butts. It's going down. I'm yelling to me. So, in the village of Uppingham in Rutland, which is in the sort of Midlands of England, there was a young lady by the name of Anne Nutt, who was 18-year-old. 18 years old at the time of this story. And as the story goes, she was assisted by a ghost that came to her in the evening hours. <laughs> Not sexually. <laughs> yeah, that's what this story is Not about. Not a late night boo. 
Miss Nut busted or not, if you know what I'm You didn't get my joke. Late night, wait, what'd you say? Boo. Oh my fucking god. Uh, wow. I shit! Oh my god. Sorry, continue. Anyhow. So he insulted her in the later night. Not in that way, though, you, you <laughs> dirty, dirty dog. Right, so, this all took... Supple. This all took place in 1764, and the family actually reported it to the local newspaper. I want to know, when did newspapers start? Good question. Because surely Um, they didn't have, like, a printing press in 1764. In my mind, 1764 is, like, just coming out of the Age of Nights. (laughs) Maybe I'm way No one has ever heard of paper. Scrolls, what are those? Maybe I'm way off. 1690. Okay, so they've been around. All right, they've been around for a while. Benjamin Harris published public occurrences, both foreign and domestic. This is considered the first newspaper in the American colonies, even though only one edition was published before the paper was suppressed by the colonial colonial officials, possibly due to censorship and control issues. Like everything is still censorship (laughs) and controlled today. Yeah, this whole thing was like. Told the whole story I'm about to tell you was told to a newspaper and was like partly sort of published, but it kind of got changed a bit to sort of make it more believable for the people who were probably reading it. Is that that censorship we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so it was actually published on July 3rd of 1764. So the story, although old, yeah, definitely has a ton of facts backing up it. Numerous sort of witnesses that talk, not witnesses, but like people who give their account to the paper and then like sort of talk back and forth about it. Like there's actually like a recounted history about this story, which is pretty sort of phenomenal considering most of the things we sort of talk about it. It's like, oh, uh, my friend, you know, had a ghost named Greg. And he came in her one night. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> The friendly ghost would come to the young Miss Nut every evening and wake her from her slumber. (laughs) Not sexually. No, I'm not thinking of it sexually. Regularly, probably just like, imagine he's like an old man or something. Oh, Oh, God, God. this Turk took a dark turn. Why did you say that? No, just imagine, though. And he's over the other side of the room. He's like, excuse me, Miss Nut. Yeah. Do you want me to role role play? Uh, Sure, yeah, let's role play. Excuse me, Miss Nut. Who said that? It is I, the ghost of your house. Oh, what can I do for you? Oh, hidden in the floor, underneath the flagstones, something valuable rests. Do you want me to search for it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well... (laughs) She sort of said that eventually, but every now and then, well, for the first, like, you know, many times that it happened, she was just like, oh, it's hallucination. I'm for dreaming. Sure, I've got the plague. I'm yeah, I've got the plague. I'm hallucinating. I've got fucking, I've got some, uh, some sickness that is causing this and this is not real. But eventually she was like, fuck it. I'm going to tell my dad, old Cornelius Nutt, about this Treasure that is reportedly hidden under the flagstones. Wait, her dad's name's Cornelius? Yeah, so she tells Cornelius Nut. 
fucking sick. She tells Cornelius about this um, ghostly man and the fact that he's saying that there's treasure underneath the fucking floor. So he just upturns some flagstones and he's like, look, nothing there. You're an idiot. And not. <laughs> you tell her, Cornelius. It's that bloody plague flaring up again. You should. <laughs> it's that fucking plague. I swear to fucking God. Go back to sleep. I don't want to hear about it again. It's your schizophrenia. Exactly. You're yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, they We're wouldn't have died or like that then. Yeah, they would just be like, she's got the devil in her. Exercise. Exercise. Her. Get the treadmill in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the ghost returned a little more frustrated after that night for a number of nights to come. She was probably eventually like, oh, you know, maybe Don't I should listen me. to her. So originally, yeah, it was probably like, there's a treasure buried underneath the flagstones. Then when he came back, he was probably just like, this fucking flagstone, this one right here. I'm telling you, it's buried under this specific stone. And she was just like, mm, my plague. Not convincing my, enough. <laughs> my, plague, my plague is flaring up. I don't believe you, old man. But he was very persistent and continued coming to her for a number of nights. Yeah. And, of course, instead of going to her father and getting embarrassed again, she just sort of, like, looked outside and was like, you there, man in the street, construction worker guy. That's you. you got to play him. Oh, wait. I'm- hey, yo, what's up? Uh, I think there's, like, a treasure buried under this specific flagstone. What do you want me to do about it? Uh, I, being the frail, young, plague-ridden girl that we've just come up with, because I don't think she, had, she definitely didn't have the plague. She did not have the plague. But I, being the, the fragile little girl I am, can't lift up this one flagstone. Please, would you be able to? Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. And so, thank you for that lovely roleplay and voice. I don't know why was he American. What, a what, little bit. What? Yeah. Like, I don't know what I was channeling. I was. You said construction worker. Yeah, yeah. And I went straight for that. <laughs> Instead of like, if you said tradie, I would have gone full bogan. But you said construction worker. Yeah. Which is very American. Yep. And that's how my brain went. Anyhow, so they dug up that flagstone. And when they dug it up, they found resting underneath it a black pot. Is it his bedpan? <laughs> what, what? Is it his bedpan? Oh my gosh, yes. It's the ghost's bedpan. <laughs> Hidden within were his urine samples and, and fossilized Keep it, pumps you may shit. find out my DNA one day. <laughs> yes. I would like to know. Uh, 23 and me, where I come from. <laughs> Hopefully my I've piece... seen the future and everyone does this. Hopefully my pee sample's still good. Oh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. There were 200, count them, one, 200 one, ancient two, silver coins three, nestled within that four, pot. Five. No, not five, just 200. So... Anne obviously took them out, and her father eventually, you know, found out, and he was like, wow, we're rich, huzzah. And she's like, oh, fuck you, you didn't let me look underneath all the flagstones. I had to get some man off the street who could have killed me and raped me, or raped me and killed me. Or then, Whatever order he wanted to do it in, he could have, because you didn't lift up all the flagstones. (laughs) So... 
the story sort of got a lot of renown in the local area mm. and they went to the reporters. Well, the reporters came to them and began talking to them about it and that's where they wrote up the story of this. And um, as it was published, it was told that Anne was given the message by a dream and not by a ghost. That's what they published in the paper. But, it, I mean, if they're trying to protect the people from knowing that perhaps a ghost really exists, you're instead going to then tell them that Anne has fucking ESP or is a witch or some shit because she can see... Oh, shit. Like... Re- the... It, under the floor. <laughs> see under the see <laughs> I see flagstone treasures. I see a corpse in your... Under the floorboards. I know you killed her. Oh shit! She's a crime solving and nut. this is Miami Vice. <laughs> so yeah, regardless, it's like you're changing out one paranormal thing for another paranormal thing. <laughs> one I, I would rather read, and then a ghost told her yeah. rather than she had a dream. She had a dream. Premonition. We all have dreams. Is that even premonition, or is that just like? I don't know what kind of ESP that'd be, but it's one of them. It's a, it's a good one. It is a good one. Finding treasure. What could you imagine? What do you mean? Could you imagine having something like that, like uh, that kind of ESP, and being? Oh, that'd like, be great. Oh, there's treasures in the walls of my house. I'd go and be like Indiana I'd Jones. I'd be knocking shit down. <laughs> I would break into someone's house, knock down their wall, find their treasures. They'd be like, "Why you do that?" I'm like, "Finders keepers." Oh, yeah. They'd be like, but it was in my house. I'd be like, did you know about it? No. Did I know about it? Yes. Finders keepers? Fuck you. Speaking of finders keepers, the Jesus article goes weepers. on to warn uh, the Nut family about <laughs> about uh, not to share like too much information about what they've found. I mean, it's in the fucking newspaper, so... So, yeah, like, let's not post it on Instagram or anything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No social media. (laughs) No smoke signal media. No. Um, Yeah, and quotes a policy that was in Britain, I'm sure it's probably in England today, with finding, like, rare ancient things, like, uh, in burials and stuff. And there's actually, like, a coin hoard discovery part of, like, the law... Where I'm fairly certain they may have needed to actually just give that back to the government, and the government takes it because it's like on government whatever. Anyways, I know that's like a that's like a thing now. If you find like a specific like discovery from ancient times, it's not yours. Governments suck, <laughs> and you just became an archaeologist by finding that. So Would that make like Indiana Jones or like those Lara Croft types thieves because they're stealing. Ancient artifacts from the government because they don't yeah, give Yeah, one hundred percent. Hell yeah, that makes them even more badass in my mind now. We don't know if the crazy nut family sold the coins, but we do know that the father was offered a guinea a piece for them, which would probably, I think, I worked it out to be roughly what would be worth a thousand dollars to us right now, which is you know, I mean, not great, but but we could use it. <laughs> yeah, we could use it. But luckily, he denied that offer, obviously. Yeah, because I researched, like, ancient Roman, I think it was Roman, denarii, which is like the currency from back there, silver denarii. And I'm pretty sure with what they found, the 200 pieces, each of them 
like without the sort of value of the sort of historical significance of such a fine mm-hmm. i think it's like at a minimum worth like forty thousand to fifty thousand dollars minimum and like Wait, max a piece or no all, all up together all up sure, like, fucking piece. <laughs> a piece, a piece? <laughs> i'm rich let's go out and find some fucking coins <laughs> where's the end at let's get it a fucking get a dream ghost yeah miss nut come here miss you know what they yeah. should have changed in that story that what? fucking last name <laughs> last name nut <laughs> nut yeah fucking nut it, it has two t's if it's any difference a nut <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're cold when they were actually saying their name they're like nut and the newspaper person was like two t's right. imagine if that's how you know, imagine if that's how you pronounce like two t's in your name or two letters of all you got to pronounce a letter twice a a ron a ron yeah so yeah they yeah it doesn't really go into detail if he actually ended up selling it or had to give it back to the government because the newspaper didn't report it after that Old fucking uh, Cornelius was probably like, yeah, no, nah, don't don't talk about it anymore. And he probably just like sold them on the black market because that's what everyone could do in the Maybe 1760s. he just put them back in the flagstone. And then that old man's like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> yeah. guys. <laughs> Get it out of here. It's not supposed to be in there. I want to know. Who There's this... new laws, governments. I want to know who on. this ghost was to begin with. Why? Why did he bury his... Maybe he was a crackhead. Maybe Crackheads was... bury shit. Crackheads? What the fuck? I don't think they had crack in the 1700s. Oh, I'm sure they had something. They had an equivalent, probably. Mold? Mold? They just smoke mold? <laughs> Eating all the mushrooms. Hey, mushrooms! I mean, by the, had mushrooms. by the sounds of it, plague gives some amazing hallucinations, <laughs> according to us. So, you know, those plague smokers. That plague <laughs> fever. <laughs> The plague junkies, uh, yeah, but no, I, I want to know why why this guy had such an investment in seeing this treasure found that he could not pass over until it was found. And also, I wonder, like, the flagstone isn't like a fucking like it's not been there since like ancient Roman times. Why the hell was there a pot of Roman denarius under there? Maybe he was the former owner of the house and hid it there. Maybe. And then was like, hey, you got to get this and sell it. Yeah. Give me some of the profit, though. I don't care if I'm a ghost. <laughs> Him and Anne are just, like, talking, like, cuts. So they take they take his treasure, they sell it for treasure, and put the treasure back in the hole. <laughs> it's the same process. It's more treasure. <laughs> and then he points treasure. that out to the next people. Yeah, that's great. At least he wasn't... He didn't get, like, aggressive-aggressive about it. Yeah, just frustrated. He was just like, for fuck's sake, Anne, get your ass out of bed. For fuck's sake. Yeah, I'm not a hallucination. For sake, Anne. Miss Nut. <laughs> I have Anne. Anne's my middle name. Annanen. Belinda Annanen. McDonald. McDonald. I don't have any double letters in my name. I'm normal. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. We did a little bit of a shorter one, because, um... It's Christmas Eve and I'm fucking tired and it's only the morning, so. Yeah, this has been an early recording as well. I gotta do some stuff. I gotta be places, see people, see my family, give them presents, get presents. I fucking love presents. I'm very materialistic. Presents. And I've been saying that the last few days, just so everyone knows, that I am looking forward to presents. 
We hope that all your dreams come true in 2020. And you get presents. And that you've gotten presents. We love you so much. Thank you for sticking with us through 2019. 2020 is going to be a big year. Get ready. Get pumped. Get it going. Um, thank you. Sponsor us. Sponsor through us. Paint- Patreon. Yeah, thank you to us, our. I mean, thank you to our lovely patrons for helping us. And remember, if you want to get forty percent off your first HelloFresh kit, link follow the, the link in the description or on our Instagram or on Facebook because we fucking love you. Oh my god, we love we you. get some money if you do it. Please, Anyhow, please help me. You want to follow us on Facebook, Instagram? You mean a poltergeist? You already know it. Because otherwise, why would you be here? Support us on Patreon at You Mean Apolter, guys. So you can follow our personals at Braden Firebash, B-R-O-Y-D-O-N, number 5-A-S-H on Instagram. And Instagram or TikTok, uh, Bambi Mackers, B-A-M-B-I-M-A-C-C-I-S. And finally, for the last time this year, don't forget to to remember to exercise regularly, please. <laughs> please. please? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.